0: Morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today on this wonderful Monday morning? Sorry that I missed Friday. Wasn't really aroused it uh was up in Rhode Island with a big uh two-day sale. Got rid of oh geez, so much stuff. Thank you for all the people that attended. It was great to see old clients, people that I've just worked with on social media. I had people drive down from Canada, people arrive in box trucks taking stuff away. Um, when you make things one, five, and ten dollars. But we still have more. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have a colleague of mine up there. I'll announce it for another one day sale. Things are cheaper. And then if I might as well put the word out now, if you know of any nonprofits that need furniture or kitchen supplies, um just bring your proof of your five oh one C C three so you can write out a receipt, obviously as well. And um I'll probably end up donating a bunch of uh things they would office supplies, furniture, kitchen equipment. Um uh, things like that would be very, very appropriate for um, for like a school, plenty of classroom stuff as well. I've got bookshelves um, um, for, for schools. Um, and then for shelters, I've got the kitchen stuff. I've got some beds. Um, so a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff. Anyway, I wanted to talk this, to you this morning about fearful dogs because ironically, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Um, We're really, really good working with fearful dogs. We're really, really good at um, getting dogs over their fear. There are many dogs, though, that are uh, genetically, um, uh, unfortunately, uh, only so much training can not override genetics. Some can, but a lot of it can't. Um, So some dogs, though, are genetically just not wired right, and they've got an immense amount of fear. But a lot of dogs have got fear what a lot of owners are doing is um, in fact somebody sent me a thing about a dog that has massive separation anxiety they just it was somebody else it wasn't even them and i don't know if they were looking for advice they just wanted me to know about it but you know as i read through the whole thing um this person is doing everything possible to make the dog more anxious and fearful and it's all love and affection it's all love and affection. People think it's like, oh, you're, you know, so the remote collar, the shock collar is, believe it or not, one of, if not the best tools to communicate with your dog that is fearful. And a lot of people say, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I'm like, okay, number one, you don't know how to do it. Number two, you've never done it. And people will say, no, taking it slow. Love and affection is the best. I got my dog over fear. And I'm like, okay, first of all, how long did it take? And was it really fearful? Or was it just, like, we get dogs that are afraid of going in the pool over that in five minutes. We get dogs that are afraid of going up steps and get them over that in two minutes. But when you've got innate fears, like the dog we're working with right now, Vader, who's got huge fears, his flight risk is huge. When he meets new people, a lot of the time he poops. Um, he um, changes his whole body's language and his demeanor around um, um, just somebody walking in the room sometimes. So um, there's some interesting stories um, that we'll probably, I know we're editing the video now and I'm going to make some sound bites for it because we're now that Courtney's down here. So I was away for, for two days. And then obviously Joelle, who's always been training him, but Joelle and Courtney did all the training and Joelle made good progress. And then when Courtney got here, it went down to zero. So again, that goes with, we want the dog to be confident around everybody. And now she's making fine progress. So with fearful dogs, the the a couple of couple of you know I don't have tips or tricks. We actually have a course, and I'll show you that later. That's not why I'm talking about this to plug the course, but it is an important course. Um, number one, you're going. to oh, Many times, you are going to leverage your obedience to get your dog over fear if you're just waking up this is the wake the fuck up with jeff show it's a podcast i do from 8 a.m to 9 a.m eastern standard time monday through friday i usually do single topic shows and then people can ask questions um about uh uh, about the topic about the topic um i've had general q a shows and i do those every wednesday and uh friday i do those with joelle and that's on um usually 6 p.m now um So when you've got a dog that's afraid of everything, how do you leverage the downstay? Well, I'll give you a good example. I know this weekend a video went up of Vader at an outdoor cafe. This is the third time he's been brought to a cafe. Um, Tuesday, which is tomorrow, he'll be going to Angelo's soccer practice where there's a couple hundred kids. Obviously lots of balls flying around, maybe 50 adults, lots of yelling, screaming, shouting, jumping, running. Um, and he'll be in a downstay for the hour and a half um of the uh of the practice. Now, so this could be fearful for him because there's gonna be people that are gonna be walking up, he's a good-looking dog, and as soon as somebody walks up, he wants to flee. So, how do we leverage obedience on that? Well, if you're utilizing different tools that make life easier, especially for a 100 pound Corso, um, what you can do is uh, the dog's in a down and you can just reinforce the down. So if you have to apply, and the dog's at corrective level, level, punishment level for breaking down it's because the dog knows down. So whenever a dog, there's certain situations where you don't have to condition the dog or train the dog you can just correct them right off the bat like counter surfing there's other things where we would never correct the dog never correct the dog at all for something if it didn't know something so if it was just learning down and it broke down we wouldn't correct the dog but he absolutely knows down so what we've done we've done this a bunch of times i mean and you and it um amuse 5 the bakery i don't know if the video went up on the course by the way on the course i might as well just talk to you about the course right now because there's already videos up on the course if you go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com right here on the front page rehabbing a fearful dog full course i believe there's about 10 videos that are already up so what well is doing is she's putting as she finishes editing videos she's putting them up and it's still a pre-sale price of 147 a good precursor to this again the website is academy.solidcaninetraining.com and it's the name of the course is rehabbing a fearful dog um now there are so many nuances and troubleshooting and this is a great example of skill sets of trainers your average trainer does not know how to get a dog over fear. Even people that excel in their craft, such as a lot of times with sport, agility, dock diving, things like that, they're looking for dogs that wanna work. They're looking for dogs that want to work. They're not looking for dogs that are fearful. Those dogs would wash or they wouldn't put them in it. So doing behavior modification, rehab, of a dog is a whole different thing. It's literally a different ballpark. I mean, you can say that's like comparing regular training. Okay, I'm sorry. So that's like repairing agility and bite work is the same thing. No, it's not. Not even close. That's like comparing dog training and working with a fearful dog, the same thing. No, it's not. Everything you thought you knew about training a dog goes out the window when it comes to rehabbing fear. Everything everything you know the amount of troubleshooting every day the amount of troubleshooting we have to do with vader because murph says the progress vader has been has made has been truly incredible thank you um murph in order to get that way the amount of troubleshooting that goes on it is incredible so for folks out there they're like you know and this is not from a defensive position, but it's gonna sound defensive, but there's all you know the, I know what the narrative is there about us, and it's just like if you only knew the skill set that it took to rehab a fearful dog, if people only knew. And the problem is with fearful dogs, is here's a great example. So Joel and I have built up a good working relationship with um vader we've we've built up a good relationship working relationship with vader he has no problem now playing he has no problem doing the zoomies he has no problem you know having fun and he has no problem doing a lot of the stuff that he's learned from us courtney my head trainer comes down from rhode island and she's in florida because we're setting up a small scale um a very very small scale training center with only four to five dogs at a time where it'll be more um, boutique. But we can work with um, challenging dogs there. We can do up to a six week, if more, boarding boarding train. She walks in the front door of our house here, grabs the leash, and he shits. And then doesn't listen to her. In fact, if she's standing between Joelle, we, we we troubleshooted through this, but if she's standing through between Joelle and where he is and Joelle recalls him and he recalls all the t- time to her, he won't recall to her because Courtney is just standing there. You change the picture the slightest bit, all the training goes down the tubes. But we troubleshoot it. We got to dog over it. Yesterday, Courtney took her to... Um, the center to get things, you know, continue to get things set up. And her boyfriend just walked in the door. That's all he did. So in two days, Courtney had a good working relationship with the dog. Cause we set a good groundwork and the, her boyfriend just walks in the front door. That's it. That's all he did was walk in the front door. He shit. So that's what's incredible. You want a bike ride? Okay, thank you so much. Um, so that's that's what you need to how to troubleshoot. So troubleshooting fearful dogs. And the great thing about this course is, is... All right, thank you. It's 8 o'clock now. Um, sorry, i um, got a cleaning person coming in. So it's so important that folks understand the amount of troubleshooting that has to go into these dogs. So what I'm going to be doing now is making videos, explaining what they're doing, even though they already explained in the videos what they're doing. I'll be just, you know, explaining even more more into detail because when you're filming and training and then trying to talk at the same time, it can be a little bit challenging. But sometimes you have to take a step backwards, like put a leash on the dog also if you own a fearful dog creating your dog at night creating your dog at night and when you're not home is very important and there's a lot of people that are like but my dog hates crates well that you can get over with you can get your dog over not liking crates we talk about that all the time about dogs that don't like crates but a lot of people keep their dog out of the crate and they just have too much freedom and A fearful dog, the last thing they need is too much freedom. They need structure. They need a regiment. They need to be told what to do. They actually need to be told how to respond to things. Working with a fearful dog, it's so easy to use your heart instead of your head. I love dogs. I don't wanna see a dog afraid of things, but if I get emotionally driven when I'm working the dog, then what happens? Then I'm not using my rational brain at all. And I wanna use my rational brain and rehab skills. And it's challenging to do for a lot of people because it's not always pretty. But remember, either is good therapy. If you go to a therapist and it's easy, your therapist sucks. Sorry. If you're training when I used to train for triathlons, if it was easy, I didn't train hard enough. You wanna you wanna work. past certain thresholds so you're ready for race day i gave an example the other day we would do tuesdays we would do stair days at brown stadium and uh we would run up and down steps of a stadium as a college football stadium until i threw threw up and cried that's how hard i did these steps but when it came to approaching a hill during races, I blew blew past everybody because of the training that I did. So if I would have not pushed myself above threshold, I wouldn't have excelled doing that. So when it comes to dogs, we are pushing Vader, since he has a good baseline of obedience, we're pushing him above threshold constantly. Like today we'll go to an outdoor cafe today. He's going to go to the new center and and he's going to, um, I've got a bunch of yard work to do there. So I'll do a combination of training and then also doing downs in places while I run power tools, while we clean up the yard. Any kids in Bradenton that want to make some money? I got lots of weeding to do. Who wants to pull who Who wants the kids to uh who wants their kids to pull weeds for cash? I got weeds to pull. All right. I got weeds to pull. So if you live in Bradenton, you want to drop your kids off and have them pull weeds, they can use the bathroom. They can have water. They can have lunch. And they can pull weeds. So working with a fearful dog, push the dog above threshold. Utilize utilize your obedience to leverage things. So if the dog breaks command because it's nervous about a situation you can correct the dog for you can correct the dog for breaking the command so you're not correcting the dog for being afraid that's the thing that throws everybody off well i don't want to correct my dog for being afraid i'm like you're not correcting your dog for being afraid your dog broke the command So that's super important, that's what's important. So, but the course though is goes into depth about working with fearful dogs. I encourage people to train the dog on a leash or a long line, so it's not a lot of flea. Don't let it flee, keep it on a long line because when dogs get nervous, they flee. Don't allow that to happen. Have the most structure that you can, have a lot of rules and boundaries. Let's go to some questions. Murph says, good morning, you all. Good morning, how are you, Murph? Murph says, the progress video has been making is truly incredible. It is, wait till you see the latest videos that come out. Brittany says, good morning, I feel like it's been ages. Brittany, I missed one show. two shows Thursday Friday I miss two shows come on you know you, you can't miss me that much Deb says good morning Jeff a trainer owner and dog we're training at Home Depot in Colorado they ask the customer to give a treat to a dog and the dog severely bit the customer in the face we might lose privileges yeah well, that was stupid that's a stupid thing to do I would never ask a stranger to give my dog um food obviously it's a human aggressive dog so they're trying to get the dog used to people okay walk by people exist around people that is the stupidest thing to do this concept of let someone give your dog a treat so it likes people it's a stupid concept And that's how people get bit, you know, and Deb, everybody should lose privileges, but this trainer should not be allowed with a client or a dog at Home Depot penalize the person and the person should be sued. should pay all the medical bills because they're idiots that is the stupidest thing to do i've been preaching that for the longest time the person that gives the food is the owner or the trainer that's where the food source comes from not from strangers not from strangers and the dog bit him in the face is that because that person crouched down So, like, people don't even know how to deliver a food reward or a food source to the dog. Text. Uh, Brittany. Morning, Jeff. I had a guest over last week. Put my dog in place. He was low barking, so I told him no. Then a correction. All went well. Well, then I noticed after I released him off. Place the e cal wasn't even on. LOL. This is proof the training works. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to, like, folks, we train dogs to be under voice control. Like, everyone's like, someone sent me a video of a dog, like, playing with a bonker. And they're like, my dog's not afraid of the bonker. And if you don't want a bonker, it's a wrapped up towel. It's a, it's a punisher. It's like, your dog shouldn't be afraid of the bonker. But before you apply any punisher, you should be saying the word no no and then consequence just like click and then reward yes and reward good and reward your dog should love hearing the word yes or the click and should be highly concerned when they hear the word no but our dogs aren't afraid of remotes and a lot of people are used like holding them up threatening if you don't stop it's like so you're just going to threaten your dog that's not dog training That's not dog training. Snuggle buns. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to you. JoJo, hi, everyone. Avi, good morning. Good morning. Deb says dog was a corso with a head collar on. Trainer and owner ran out of the store. or later found. This is how one person can screw up things up for all of us. Wow. And the trainer didn't even have enough fucking balls to stick around. Really? That's not a dog trainer. what a pussy of a dog trainer, what a wimp. Can't even take responsibility for their own actions. But one person doesn't have to screw up things for all of us. That one person gets penalized that one person gets penalized. Daniel from New Zealand. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? Hannibal TLC. Good morning. I'm loving the fearful dog course to help problem solve with my new GSD puppy. My pup scans while walking and seeing the formal walk with Vader was really helpful. Thanks for this. Yeah. If, um, Hannibal, if you don't have green to graduate, we also show that in green to graduate as well. All right. So you want, definitely want to, want to do that. Hold on. Can you tell her to, All right? Uh, Kirsten, Jeff, thank you for all that you do as a trainer, not only for people like myself, but for the general public, you make a difference and enjoy listening to your podcast and rants. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Longest running dog training podcast, probably in the world. 13 years. So maybe it's not, but I think that's a long time. I do eight a week now. I do eight a week. Except for last week when I was traveling. But I have no more traveling coming up for a while. John says, good morning, good morning to you, Sid. Sid, I have a fearful board and training now that just refuses to move and do commands. He does know. No desire to do anything. He's remote, but every day is like day one. troubleshooting for sure. Yeah. I think that, Sid, that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, people are used to these easygoing, happy-go-lucky dogs. And... They don't know what it's like to work with a fearful, shut down, nervous dog. That has no motivation. They don't know at all. They don't know at all. Ah... Kirsten says, this fearful course is very helpful as I have a fearful Dalmatian. Does a lot of the same things as Vader. Thank you. Um, thank you. Who's actually you through the hard stuff? Yeah. And we're being, as transparent, we're being as transparent as possible. And we're being as transparent as possible. So there's so much, there's so much That that we've got to do. Allison says, wow, I've heard the insta-sit, but the insta-shit is a new one. Vader is a great dog for this course. Going to pre-order it this weekend. Would address fearful peeing too. I mean, this is the thing. We're not addressing fearful pooping. We're just working the dog. We wouldn't address fearful peeing. We would just work the dog so you, we're not addressing the actual peeing we're addressing the fear and that will organically stop the peeing that's what we, that's what that's what we have seen over all these years that's what we've seen after all these years um Vader is a great dog for this course. Going to this weekend. We'll address for folks. We'll have a client whose dog will instantly pee every time someone walks in the door. That isn't uh, their human. No words needed. She just sees me or or anyone else who doesn't live in the house and starts peeing. So annoying. Yep. So put the dog in a down. Put the dog in place. That will help leverage it. But a dog can pee and and do all that stuff still in those commands. Murph, have you a drill, thought about doing a mastermind just for rehab aggression? It's a skill set I like to learn but uh, and get really good at. I have a feeling having those skills will be, be beneficial. Yep, we've thought of it all. In fact, I found a poster at the training center from 15 years ago. Let me see if I've got the photo. of an idea that I had 15 years ago. 15 years ago. Train the owner's training retreat. A board and train for owners and dogs. That poster is 15 years old. 15 years old. That's a long time ago. So there'll be be a lot of new things happening now that we're all down here in Florida. Now everyone's down here in Florida. I'm going to hook up the RV, get it all set up. But there's plenty of Airbnbs around here. And we're going to um, set it up But there'll be a lot of things that'll be happening. So people can bring their, but if you've got a Murph, if you've got an aggressive dog or a client's aggressive dog, bring it to our mastermind. Bring it to our mastermind. Sign up for our mastermind. And I mean, it's going to be the same price as if we worked with you, but you'll learn a lot more um there's no one in my area 100 kilometers in any direction that does actually rehab work yeah most most trainers don't do rehab it's like this is such a people have to understand it's like a doctor there's a lot of doctors out there there's foot doctor heart doctor spine doctor general practitioner same with dog trainers most don't do rehab working with a dog vader have you ever experienced a powerful dog breaking a leash Well, we have two leashes on him. Slip lead in case he breaks the leash. He's got a slip lead on. We have not. But I know people that have. Hannibal says we have to graduate too. Not sure why it clicked with a fearful dog course walk. Yeah. Yep. like you know you always go back to basics and you get your dog to excel at all of these basic things so that's what you want to do just for starters for starters all right so let's go right back to how to get this course if you want to get the course At a minimum, please subscribe to our academy because you'll get emails on stuff that nobody else gets. You'll never know about certain things. And you can get all of our courses on this, you know, all of the courses on this. But Rehabbing a Fearful Dog, the full course, right here. Right there. It's $50 off right now. It's gonna be so intensive, this course. So intensive. And videos are already being released onto the course. They're already going up. They're already going up. Well, let's see what's comment. Will the Patreon code work for the pre-sale? Yes. There's a new Patreon code that was made last month, so make sure you check it at the top of the Patreon page. People that that join our Patreon channel get 20% off of courses. Every once in a while, you can't double. If you have to put in a coupon code, you can't put in two coupon codes. But this one, you don't need a coupon code for. It's already at a reduced price. Lisa says, good morning, Jeff. Welcome back. It's great to be back. It is great to be back. Snuggle Buns it's great to see Vader make so much progress in such a short amount of time. It is. Yeah, he needs six weeks. I mean, he needs a long time. He needs an intensive amount of time. All right, everybody. I got to head out. Angela's got a very busy schedule today. A lot of great stuff. We got dogs to train. So... Everybody take care and have a fantastic, fantastic day. All right. Love all you guys. Take care.